Eyes closed, Austin Holloway slumped against the marble shower stall, letting the coarse spray beat hard on his chest. Outside the stall, his blue suit had been taken away. Bath slippers, shorts, casual slacks, and a terry cloth robe had been laid out on a bench, together with the leather-bound prayer book and his alligator wallet. In the hallway outside, discreetly on guard, Mitchell waited for him to finish showering. Down the hallway, in the conference room that adjoined the temple's public rooms, the council waited for the videotaping session to begin. Instant replay. As football teams profited by videotape, so did the hour. God's work used any tools. With an effort, Holloway pushed himself away from the smooth, wet marble. Still with his eyes closed, he stepped closer to the shower stream, letting its full force strike his face. Water could help. Water could cleanse the body, restore the spirits, make the mind whole again. But not now. Not today. Today his legs were dead weight. His arms hung heavy at his sides. Pain throbbed across his chest and down each arm, like cat claws raking the flesh of a helpless enemy. Behind closed lids, his eyes burned. He could feel his heart laboring. Its uneven rhythm was working against itself. Its work was going badly. Daily now, he felt the pain. According to the electrocardiogram, the heart was failing him. After 63 years of service, doing a good job, the heart was finally running down. If he willed it, he could die. If there was really a god up there waiting for him, he could arrange a meeting. He was convinced of it. Eyes closed, shutting out the world, he could move backward until he felt the wet marble against his back. Then carefully, he could lower himself until he sat on the tiled floor, head hanging low in the stream of water. Sitting like that, gracelessly, he would will his heart to stop, setting his soul free. He wouldn't say a prayer before dying either. He wouldn't beg, wouldn't try to strike one last bargain. He would simply die. Water would wash away the excrement released when his bladder and his sphincter relaxed. When they found him, he would be cleansed. More than that, maybe he couldn't ask. Mitchell would find him. Discreetly, Mitchell would tap at the bathroom door, as he'd tapped before, over so many years, at so many different doors, for so many different reasons. In Chile, stricken with diarrhea, writhing on his bed in a blur of stomach-heaving pain, he'd heard Mitchell's early morning knock on his bedroom door and had been marvelously comforted. Mitchell would help him. Mitchell had always helped him. Whatever he required, Mitchell would do. In Denver years ago, thrust deep into the flesh of a woman named Stella, he'd heard Mitchell's warning knock on the door of her hotel room, then heard the sound of fighting from the corridor outside. Mitchell had knocked her husband unconscious, allowing Holloway to escape. The next day, in a plain white envelope, he'd given Mitchell a hundred-dollar bill, silently, with thanks. In Tallahassee, Mitchell had taken a knife thrust intended for him. Bleeding from a stomach wound, Mitchell had drawn his revolver and killed the assailant with a single shot. Then he'd collapsed on the sidewalk, murmured his mother's name, and fainted. He'd been on the operating table for three hours, in the hospital for five weeks. 
but as soon as he could walk, Mitchell was back on guard, a somber, hulking presence, with him wherever he went. For more than twenty years, Mitchell had taken care of him better than a son could take care of a father. So today it would be fitting that Mitchell would find him. Mitchell would enter the bathroom, turn off the water, lift him, and carry him next door to his small bedroom. Mitchell would lay him out carefully on the bed and close his dead eyes. Mitchell would fold his arms across his chest and then discreetly cover his lower body with a blanket. And then, quietly and privately, Mitchell would cry for him. Mitchell wouldn't raise his voice or rend his clothing or protest God's final judgment. No one would ever know that Mitchell had cried for him.